Hello, welcome to Sumo Mainichi. I'm Amy, I'm here with Dave, and it's time for day 10 of Natsu Basho. How is everyone travelling? Well, the person I can ask right now is, uh, is you, Dave. How are well, you travelling? Well, on behalf of everyone, yeah. I would like to say that we are deeply in love with Sumo, and uh, something very nice about rolling into a Tuesday, knowing Sumo is with you. Yeah. It's with your body, it's with your mind, it's with your heart. You hit double digits, and we saw from the the uh, Torakumi today. Mm. We're getting to the business end of this special. Yeah, yeah. You're starting to see some some important well, matchups. Some happening. absolute wild matchups happening towards the end of the card, and we are thrilled to be here to bring you all the action from day ten. As we uh, as the people poured out of Kokukikan, they poured out into a cooler evening in Tokyo tonight. 14 degrees Celsius, 58 degrees Fahrenheit. A beautiful evening to uh, cozy up in an izakaya. Oh, order a stop few, it. <laughs> order if an assortment of little treats. Mm. What do you like to order at Japanese izakaya? Uh, well, I like um, the oysters. Um, oh, the fried oysters? Fried oysters. What's that called again? Uh, kaki. Fry. Kaki fry. Uh Kaki, yeah, kaki fry, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I love that. Love a bit of agadashi tofu. Oh, can't go wrong with agadashi tofu. Love a good sashimi and love a, a gutty gutty high body. <laughs> <laughs> that was our latest discovery and our yeah, latest so trip to Japan. We did cover it uh, in our Japanese uh, live from Japan episodes, but. We we were in a small izakaya in Kanazawa because Kanazawa. we couldn't find anywhere. Everywhere was booked out. It was a Friday night. Remember that it we was, we couldn't yeah. find anywhere that wasn't booked out for a while, or that told us they were booked out. Oh yeah, when they saw fair we enough. were Gaijin, but that's fair enough, and no no shade there. No, I think it was actually it was very very busy. It was very busy, and we found an awesome little place with probably six seats, and. Very, very accommodating and friendly couple running the izakaya. And, you know, we were loose. It's Friday night. Yeah. Uh, and we we saw something. Oh, it wasn't even on the menu. It was just no, it was plastered a, a hand. It was like a sign. laminated yeah. Yeah. sign sort of sitting in a weird spot just off the bar. It was called a gutty, gutty highball. It was blue. And we just said, you know, we'll have that, thanks. Well, we should, we should also say that... Um, a highball is a very common drink in Japan. It's a whiskey and soda. Mm-hmm. So we were there for the highball. We knew that bit was good. We'd had like we just, 72 of those yeah, already. We, <laughs> we just didn't know what the gutty gutty aspect was. And when it came out, what did it look well, like? Well, it was a blue icy pole. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck in the whiskey yeah. and soda. So we're fairly uh, we're fi- fairly familiar with that type of icy pole in Australia. Like there's a very cheap, when we were younger... And you got given a little bit of change to go to the shop. One of the cheapest things that you could buy in terms of ice creams were those, those lemonade icy poles. And at one stage they were blue, they were white, but there white. was a blue one, at, a very cheap blue one as well. What do Americans call icy poles? Well, we've poles? been we'd, we've been we've, we've been through, been this, through this, and it's it's in it's in icy Twitter pop. somewhere. No, it's like a, a <laughs> ice 
lolly. No, oh, I, can't no, I think it is. Now. I think it's iced lolly. We got no, a lot of people it? telling yeah, us, anyway. and sometimes that stuff doesn't stay in my mind. But but we have asked that before, and so I won't do that to everyone again. Anyway, so in conclusion, perfect night to roll out of Kokogi Khan, yeah. smash a couple of gutty gutty highballs, and talk sumo. Yep. We're here, we're talking sumo, we don't have gutty gutty highballs, but maybe it's something we should, let's do it for day 15. Oh yeah, we should. Let's do it. That's a really good idea. Great one. Well, there are a couple of, well, quite a few Kujo announcements today. It's that end of the basho as well, where all of the battered bodies are just getting sick of it or getting their makakoshi at least. Kodoshoho. At Maegashira 5 was announced as Kyujo today after going 1 and 8. Certainly looked very injured. Well, look, I've got to say after day one, I thought we're on here for Koza Shoho. Great win on the opening day, but then, yeah, failed to back it up eight days in a row. Yeah, yeah. And we have see him, seen him injured before the injury that took him all the way down to Jurio. So whether this is a recurrence of that mm. or not, I'm not sure. I couldn't see any news about what it was. So Daesho gets the Fusensho. It was weird because when I I thought Kodoshoho was down way further. So when I saw it was Daesho that got the Fusensho, I was a bit confused. I thought I was reading it wrong and it was actually Daeshoho. But Where- we're in the times of Maegashira 5 yeah. fighting Sanyaku. Yeah. As every basho, it happens. Yep, it absolutely <laughs> does. I just guess I forgot that Kodoshoho was so high up. But Daesho, he moves to 7-3. and three. Um, So that was nice after him having two losses the two days before. Um, and the big announcement, not no um, shade on Kodoshoho, but was that Enho was also Kyujo. So we've seen him absolutely struggle and... The last, well, most of his matches this time around have looked absolutely shocking. And as though somebody's playing around with a rag doll, like he's been mm. tossed around, he hasn't been able to mount any kind of defence at all. And yet he's been turning up day after day to just be pummeled into the dirt literally every day. And so today, weirdly one day after, two days after going Makakoshi, so he was zero nine, and today... Um, went Kyujo and there was news that he had a cervical hernia. Now, obviously. Well, we know what that is. Well, we know know, what that is, but could you. Do you really? (laughs) No, I do. I mean, obviously we are both very. Sorry, I meant you, the audience, you, the. Yeah, well, obviously we understand the anatomical uh, implications of this, but in case people out there don't know what a cervical hernia is, could you take us through the basics? (laughs) Well, I mean, I can. It's. The displacement of the nucleus pulposus of the invertebral disc, which may result in impingement of the traversing nerves as they, etc., etc. I mean, it's too, no, it's too obvious. Spare to, me your jargon. What does this mean? What does this mean for Enho? Well, it means three months at three least months. out. Uh, um, so, that's the medical certificate that has been presented. So he's out of uh, Jurio. Yep. Mm. Yeah, and the nerves in the back, like the sp- a spinal problem, a spinal yeah. um, disc herniation, and the nerves being pitched. So it must have just been so much. Well, I pain. think that, I think the fact he was out there for nine days says so much about his courage. Oh, it and really does. Yeah, I mean, this is terrible news for Sumo. Like that's just the only way we can say it. Yeah, and he'll drop right down into Makrishta yeah. after. Um, that time off and I guess maybe longer. So I guess the only silver lining is it's good to hear now that he is actually 
I mean, not good that no, he's in a, hospital, but at least that he's getting some treatment this for is a, it. This is a bronze lining at best. Yeah. yeah. Well, the other QJ, I'm almost too scared to bring it up. We're not going to talk too much about it right now, but it is Chionakuni down in Jurio. We've also seen him absolutely struggle. And with him, it's not just one part of his body. It's kind of um, every sorry, part of his I'm body. I'm going to stop you right there. Absolutely struggle? Really? This, Were we watching the same Chinakuni? This Basho. I saw a brave ricochet out there putting his body on the line day after day. I didn't say he struggled with Be- his oh, I haven't finished. <laughs> being cheated by bad luck, being mm. being beaten to the ground by dodgy officiation. Mm. This hero, I don't want to talk about it now. And that's why we have a Patreon. <laughs> where I will just be having a few beers, a few gutty gutty highballs. Yeah, I'll be out that night. you <laughs> You'll be staying clear of the Sumo Manichi studio as I go on a big rant. Uh, I'm going to be breaking down all nine days on how Chinakini was cheated. Look, but- if you do want to shout Dave a highball high for that, <laughs> we do have a uh, a PayPal, sumo manichi at gmail.com. Yeah. But uh, mostly we'll be talking about Chinakini on Sunday with our live yeah. Jurio stream. So, so day 15... Well, our, we do our Jurio live streams on YouTube day one, day eight, and day 15. We have so much to talk about on day mm. 15. Mm. It's going to be a very, very busy hour. No we, no entire announcement, I did note. Yeah. It's only the QJ so far. Not yet. Not yet. I want to brush aside all of this bad news. Yeah. Because we've been talking silver linings. We've been talking bronze linings. I'm going to give you a gold lining because I saw today... That the great man, Takiyasu, has said he's coming back yes. on day 11. Yes. How did you feel about this? <laughs> I'm conflicted. I think I'm more conflicted than you. They slip these ones in there. So you have a little scout around the sumo.org.jp site and then all of a sudden you're on the absent Rikishi page just to have a look at, you know, Enho and stuff. And then they've got in there Takiyasu returning day 11. I think that's how everyone must have seen it. Yeah. That's how I saw it. How do I feel about it? If if he's just coming back to scrounge a few wins and he's still injured, I'm worried. What about you? I mean, this is it's all good news. <laughs> it's great news. Yeah. Uh, look, and look, we and we've we've done this before with Ricochet coming back late in the Basho. It's a clean slate. So day eleven, we count Takiyasu as zero and zero. Yep. With five days to go. A three three wins is the honorary Kachikoshi. Yeah. Uh, of course, three losses would be the honorary Makakoshi. Mm. But look. So the good news is he can still get Kachikoshi. He, he can. I mean, whether this is internationally recognised. He should go up for that. He should. Oh, absolutely. In Sumo no Manichi yep, Banzuke, yep. we'll just put him up there. Yeah. I mean, look, I don't know. Could go to Komasubi with that. <laughs> with a 4 1. I mean, oh, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, and Magashira too. I wonder about. Um, look, I mean, if he stayed Kujo, he wouldn't drop out of the top division. But this might be about stemming that drop a little. Oh, maybe he feels fresh. Look, I mean, two or three wins here would be huge for Takiyasu. But yeah, let's just hope he's not rushing back for no uh, good reason. What was it? It was the injury on day one in practice. Yeah, the inner thigh. Yeah. Scrolled all the way back to the start. Yep. Of the notes, the inner thigh yeah. 
injury. So, yeah, I mean, I guess well, it I mean, could soft be tissue. Yeah. He could have rested up, got some massage, bit of the tiger balm. Do you want me to describe it in my medical language from before? Oh, it's okay. I think that mm. might be too confronting for some okay. people. <laughs> Let's move on to the bouts of day 10. Yep, we're going to talk about a sunny armor. Versus Hiradoumi. Now, I was looking forward to this. I thought Hiradoumi could mount a bit of a defence. It's their first time meeting, so Asaniyama hasn't really sussed him out in any way yet. There was a big slap at the touchy eye. Hiradoumi certainly comes forward. Mm. He's, he's you know, known for a bit of a bullet-like touchy eye. Asaniyama got his hand, though, around the back of Hiradoumi's head, right around the neck, fingers almost clutched in the hair, but not, definitely not. And then he suddenly pulled, he yanked and catapulted him down to the ground and uh, Hiradumi almost cartwheeled down. It must have been a really hard push. So another win for Asanyama. I, I, look, I didn't mind this from Hiradumi. I felt like he went out there to win uh, on 7-2 coming into this one. Uh, Akachikoshi was there behind mm. Asanyama if he could beat him. But yeah, Asanyama again too good today. So Asanyama now moves to 9-1. and one. Uh, very much in the Yusho race, Hiradumi 7 and 3. It does seem hard at that final point often to get that Kachikoshi. I, I, now I'm going to imagine the way you described it, the Kachikoshi being be behind Asanyama. I like that idea of like a shining, like in a video game, you've got that shining prize or item that you've got to get to and it just must really rock the confidence of some of the younger Oh, look, so I mean, they, they just miss it time and time again. Oh, I mean, sure, if it's Asaniyama ex Ozeki standing in front of you. He's blocking it out. Yeah, totally. look, I, I think, who does Hirodumi have tomorrow? I'm just scanning over tomorrow's Torakumi. I'm sure it will be an easier opponent. In fact, I'm wrong. He's up against Sekiwaki Kiribayama. Oh, they are no. going to make <laughs> Maegashira 9 Hirodumi work very, very hard for that Kachikoshi there. Wow. Oh, boy. You're like, oh, phew, I didn't get it today. Don't worry. I'll just be against like Sadanumi or something. That feels a bit rough, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, I'd like to shine a light on a match that has absolutely no significance in the uh, show race, but I'd almost describe this as an exhibition match between two old mates. Yeah, it meant something to, well, probably to them, but also to us. Well, I think it meant something to the history of sumo. Yeah. Tamawashi up against Takara Fuji. Uh a long history. It's a 15-14 record. Tamawashi's way coming into this bout. And look, I think what we saw was just, it wasn't the fastest sumo. No, it, wasn't, it was a beautiful air slap as well yeah, from Takara yeah, Absolutely. It wasn't the, it wasn't flashy, it wasn't fast, but just two older, more experienced rikishis going at it. But in the end, it was... Uh, Tamawashi, who prevailed there and takes the record to 16-14. Again, no impact. I just thought I'd mention that there's two very honest rikishi going at it today. Well, we have commented that there's not a lot of this around because there are so many young guys coming up. There's a lot of uh, times where they haven't fought very many times. And when some one of these matchups oh, comes up, historic, it's, it's It's historically significant. Exactly. Meisei versus Hokuseiho. This was a massive bout today. Very important. Meisei coming fresh off a Kimboshi yesterday, beating the Yokozuna, Teranofuji. And this bout absolutely did not disappoint. It could have been a slow affair with Hokuseiho. It could have played out the way a lot of his bouts do, but it was an absolute cracker. The Tachio wasn't 
great, though. I, I didn't love this from Hokuseiho. He stepped to the side. Well, I mean, he... It was like an absence of touchy eye from Hokuseiho as Meisei just bolted out. Mm. I love this approach from Meisei. The, it's almost like this belief in himself, the killer instinct. He was riding high on that win over Terra Fuji and he yeah. took it into this bout today. He definitely took that energy in. Hokuseiho is always on the lookout for the belt grip and yeah. so I think that's why he started moving. We've seen it a couple of times now. Moving to the side and just clamping down straight away. And it's, ex- it's exactly what happened today. Like, yes, it was a move to the side, but there was a lot of intention behind it. And he did land that. I think it was a right-hand yeah. grip. Yep, he got it straight away. Right hand. He's standing upright. Meisei, I thought this was so great, got on the front of Hokuseiho's belt, the Maimawashi. And he pushes from there. He's still got that chaotic energy that he started off the touchy eye with. And he stepped Hokuseiho back, back right to the bales. And he pushed and he pushed. And Hokuseiho struggling to turn to one side and then the other right up on the Tawara. But he couldn't get him over. It was so frustrating to watch. And I was sure that Hokuseiho was about to step back, you know, when there's that straining, that straining, and then there's a release and they step back. I was sure it was about to happen. But it didn't. He got him to the bales again. But it was Hokuseiho who found the throwdown of Meisei. Oh, the, the I mean, this was incredible. We watched that replay, just jaws on the floor. Mm. As Hokuseiho was forced up onto the Tawara. I mean, this was sublime sumo from Hokuseiho. I'm starting to believe. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's, it's when he reacts so effectively in these fast-paced bouts, he often lets his opponent set the tempo. But when they set the tempo high, he's somehow able to see the sumo in slow motion. I mean, we talk about dancing on the Tawara, but there wasn't even dancing. It was sure feet on the top of the Tawara. I mean, this was, I, I couldn't believe what I saw here from yeah. Hokuseiho today. Yeah, it was a really, really good bout. But I would say that for me, most of the excitement came from Mesa. Well, he created agreed. the bout. Agreed. And it was Hokuseiho who was forced to react. And he did react really, really well. That was his Kachikoshi. He is eight and two now, say the same score. But I suppose I still don't find that excitement coming from his moves. Yeah, that's a great point. He, he, he's a responder. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. It, when when at school we had all the different types of potato, the tater, different types of tater. He's the imitator. That's the only one I can remember. Hang on, what are the other taters? Well, I can't. I can't remember. So it wasn't the best <laughs> thing to bring up. But you got assigned, you know, according to your personality, like you which type a, of tater you were. A weird independent school. Yeah. <laughs> well, you didn't. I know you didn't. Well, would you call my school? A weird no, there's private school? schools. I'm okay. talking like. Um, <laughs> What Let's are the weird school. art school oh, things like? Oh, right, uh, right, right. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to say the name of them. Oh, Montessori. Montessori mm. or there's another weird one where it's like, oh, the kids can't read, but they're good at art. Okay. And then you're like, okay, how do you get a job? Anyway, but what was the point of this? The imitator. Yeah. <laughs> Different types of tater. What could the other types of no, tater w- be? Well, I don't think this is an imitator. Meditator. Well, I don't think it's completely relevant because... Unless there's something called a responditator, which mm. we'd say Hokuseiho is here. He's a responditator. But, but I feel like, you know, generally speaking, I think, uh, you know, I've seen some sumo that has blown my mind. But, you know, until he's out there 
with his hands on the steering wheel, mm. that's when I'll believe. Steering Although I'm starting data. to believe. Yeah. <laughs> May say this means he leaves the leader group on eight and two or joins a larger um, group of people as a runner-up now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, Maysay has overachieved already. He's got his Kachikoshi, has looked brilliant, has taken it to high-quality opponents. And Kachikoshi for Hokuseiho, great news for him. Moving into Sanyaku, Shodai versus Abi at Maegashira 1. Shodai, of course, one of our favourite Komasubis. Uh, Abi. Yeah. We've seen him go sideways a few times. Yep. Did he go sideways today? He did not. He did not. And he's he absolutely- rediscovered something. Well, this is the Abi Sumo that I quite like. This is the straight line thrusting forward and it just blew short Yeah, this time there was today. one thrust and it was straight into the neck. It was just a Noroa that took him out. Yeah, this is the Sumo I like from Abi. So uh, an easy win in the end. Uh, that leaves Abi on five and five at Maegashira one and short his Komasubi status starting to look a little shaky a little as bit. he is four and six on day 10. I will acknowledge that that status is shaky. Kirabiyama and Wakamoto Haru. This was one of the most anticipated bouts so far for me in this whole uh, tournament. Wakamoto Haru uh, won three against Kirabiyama, but then Kirabiyama, he has won the last three in this particular matchup. They went body to body, both extremely keen to win this one. All four arms were locked up. It was a really weird, they were standing very close and their arms were kind of all contorted and almost like it was a, a puzzle to, to see where everyone's arms would go. But then Kirabiyama, he opened up, he hauled Wakamoto Haru first, yanked him over about half the length of the doyo and straight off it. And the fall was really unwieldy, yeah, wasn't it? Looked, it it looks really awkward. It's like um, Wakamoto Haru was flipped around. So mm. he landed awkwardly, not only, not only on his elbow, but his neck as well. Yeah. So went down awkwardly onto one of his arms. I can't remember which side it was. And then the like down on that awkward neck yeah. angle where it looks like it's crushing the head. Uh, Wakamoto Haru did get up and find his way back on the doyo. Look, I mean, I think this was, this was like, as you said, a, a bout that held so much promise. And I think we saw that uh, pay off. Kirabiyama knew to keep Wakamoto Haru off his belt there. Yeah. Um, and I think pe- exposed a potential weakness for Wakamoto Haru in that without the belt, what does Wakamoto Haru do? Mm. Uh, Kiribayama's sumo so smooth and liquid and dynamic uh, pulled this throw off out of nowhere. He's also so good at taking advantage of the movement of his opponent because Wakamoto Haru tried to throw him first. He tried to haul him around with the shoulder into an overarm throw, but Kiribayama was able to to change that momentum into his own. Mm. It was clever. Oh, it really, really was. And, you know, as much as I'm a Wakamoto Haru fan, it, it's there's something so encouraging about seeing Kirabiyama just rise into this incredible ricochet who can really take whatever comes at him and manufacture something weird and entertaining and, at the end of the day, very, very effective. So, Kirabiyama... Congratulations, that, sh- that is your Kachikoshi. Wakamoto Haru is still waiting for his on seven and three. 
so we had Sekiwake Daesho step up next to accept his uh, Fusensho. Did it with style? He did. He looked very good, but, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a little bit resentful to Kodosho Hall there. He denied us a day of Daesho Sumo. Yeah. Yep. Which I don't like. But moving on, Nishiki Fuji up against Hoshoryu. Nishiki Fuji absolutely launched himself at <laughs> yeah. Hoshoryu. And I, I like this approach. I mean, Nishiki Fuji probably won't win in a slow, considered technical bout against Hoshoryu. So why not go out all mm. guns blazing? Yeah, and that's more his style of sumo. That means that sure. he's, yeah. he's doing what he knows how to do. He's very quick. Uh, he, you know, likes to likes to come out hard. But Hoshoryu, the ringmaster of momentum control, just <laughs> plays with the physics of this situation, just receives this Nishiki Fuji enthusiasm, twists Nishifu- Nishiki Fuji around and down to the dirt. I thought this was beautiful sumo. Yeah, this from was Hoshoryu. like a, it was like a dance, yeah, wasn't it? Was. it? He accepted, you know, his body and it was like he was about to do a twirl around and hoist him up into the air and gracefully lower him down. It's just that he went straight down to the ground because he wanted the win, but mm. you could imagine, you know, something beautiful happening there and this gives Nishiki Fuji I do like the way that you put the onus on the listener there to go, imagine something beautiful. Yeah. And that was this sumo. I mean, that's good because beauty can be very personal. Yeah. So for some people it might be, you know, the first dew on the grass at the start of spring. For other people it could be, I don't know, the sunrise coming up across the desert. Well, what is it for you? Well, like I think a nature analogy I think here is completely perfect. I, I think there's something about, uh, the the way a flock of birds can move together. Oh yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. But but I think you're exactly right in saying that everyone needs to kind of think of their own yeah. analogy of beauty here. Well, the way that I imagine it is because I love contemporary dance. I very rarely actually watch it. Or, or... well, because it's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't go with you, obviously. Did you come and see the the Sydney Dance Company that one time? It was so good. Oh, I can handle a few minutes of it, but yeah. yeah. You're not really a dance guy. And le- well, you know my thing. Unless they're putting cardboard down, I don't want to know about it. Like hip-hop dancing? Well, I mean, some of that is hip-hop dancing, but... What's the cardboard? Yeah, cardboard. Like, I mean, tr- hip-hop dancers put down cardboard, yeah. but unless there's some kind of like risk of grazing. Oh, right. I mean, yes, hip-hop is m- most of the dance Contemporary styles. dancers don't need it. <laughs> Yeah, because they're not putting their backs into it. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I can imagine Hoshori lifting Nishiki Fuji up into a beautiful contemporary dance move and then they do a bit of arm stabbing and then yeah, they're like telling oh, yeah. a story. Well, and that and that's the point where I go, just get on the cardboard and do a, what do you call like a turtle cool spin. spin. <laughs> <laughs> Nishiki Fuji, it's his makakoshi, ah, two and eight. I don't like this. How did that happen? No, I don't like this. I don't. I don't think it's true. I think they yeah. just added some losses to that. I want to recount. I think he's about 5-5, five, 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 yep. isn't he? 5-5 five, five feels good for me. <laughs> the bout was very close, though. That's the other thing I wanted to say about it, just that um, it was a great move by Hoshori, but there really were centimetres in it. I wouldn't go as far as millimetres. There were centimetres. The next bout was Kinbozan. He just is experiencing a great high in his sumo career so far coming up today against Takakesho. They met squarely 
at the touchy eye. So no funny business there. Tucker Keisho, he tried to slap him down and he did it with one of his usual successful shoulder pushes. He stepped after the touchy eye, stepped to the side, tried to haul Kimborzan down. But Kimborzan is really big. He was really steady at that point and he was able, that pulled him close to Tucker Keisho then. Big problems. Yeah. For Tucker Keisho. Yeah, big problems for Tucker Keisho. Yeah, Kimborzan. He was moving quite well, and it, it was only on the replay that that I that I appreciated that, like the kind of unrefined raw edge that Kim Volzan has. He's still young; he's twenty five. Um, he doesn't quite look fully wired up, but today when he had that opening, he took Tucker Keisho to the bales and finished the job off. Yeah, yep. He didn't have to do anything. Too technical, I suppose. There wasn't anyone on his belt. Mm. There wasn't anyone, you know, pushing him from the side. He just had to deal with being pulled forward. I, I guess so, but but like he he kept his feet under him. Yeah, definitely. He he took it to Takakesho. There was a belief mm. that he could win. Mm. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I think there's big things on the horizon, and I think for Kim Bozan, this is a huge win. Yep. It's definitely a huge win. Mm-hmm. You got a an interview. And I am starting to get a little, little, little bit worried about Takakesho. I was sure mm. that it'd just be like next two days wins. Because those two days that he won, two or three, when he just rocketed yeah. out and looked like the Takakesho of old. I'm like, well, you know, even if this is painkillers or whatever, yeah. it's working for him. But I, it's lost again. I just worry about his run home from here. Exactly. So let me just take a quick look. Um, he has f- fought zero Sekiwake. Yeah. So I think we can predict what the last four days will be. And he hasn't fought Terunofuji. Yeah. I think... Tucker Keisho is in a lot of trouble. We were sitting here when he was six and two going, okay, he's fine. Yep. These losses against Nishikigi and now Kim Bozan, he's got Daesho tomorrow. So we'll probably fight the three three remaining Sekiwake after that and then Terunofuji probably on the final day, depending on how other results go. Can he find two more wins from there? The Sekiwake are red hot right now. They absolutely are. So... There was incredible amounts of pressure then on on him on day nine and day ten against Nishikigi and today against Kim Bozan. They were the two that he had well, to win. Well, like I think there's pressure in retrospect, but um, maybe at the time it wasn't feeling like that. I, I think it must have been be... because he would have known there were the four Sekuake in there. Yeah, Yokozuna. Look, I mean, you can't count Takakesho out at any point, but it is an uphill battle from here. Yeah. No doubt. Yep. Uh, well, that brings us to the final bout of day 10. Terunofuji up against Kodnawaka, the Komasubi. Yeah. Kodnawaka. He uh, had to fight against a very aggressive uh, Terunofuji opening. But on replay, we saw that why maybe this opening wasn't so powerful from, powerful from Terunofuji. He had a handful of Sagari. Yeah, so he took Kodnawaka straight back to the edge, up onto the bales almost, but he couldn't finish that final push off because he didn't have the belt. 
And he wasn't on the right angle. He just had, as he said, a fistful of cigar in his left hand, which he kind of, as Kotnawaka came back at him, yeah. which is um, often able to do with, with that reverse momentum, he dropped it down on the ground, then played a huge role in the rest of the, the bout. It was just always there until it was picked up. Um, from here, Kotnawaka, with the belt grip that he had, drove Terunofuji back to the bales. And, I mean, here... We were you and I. We, we were clocking off here. Yep. We were like, our day is done. Yep. We've seen all the sumo yep. we're going to see. This is it. This is it. We're done. Terunofuji, though, back of the feet up on the Tawara. Yeah. Resisted. He fought. He fought. This looked impossible to I, come back from. I do not know how Konowaka couldn't get that final push in that final step. I think maybe his. His feet were just a little too far away and or too close, perhaps, and he couldn't. I, Could I it also know. be the sheer strength of Terunofuji? It, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 was, it was that. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but what was the. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, so Terunofuji survived, got, got them off the bales, and here they both were on the belt, and it just turned into a bit of a battle of strength. I was really impressed here. Kotonawaka seemed to be able to match it briefly yeah. with Terunofuji. Like they both couldn't move each other. But it was it was almost like Terunofuji was happy to give a little bit of ground here, let Kotonawaka come forward. And just Terunofuji's ah, sumo awareness was more finely tuned here as, as he was able to spin. Kotonawaka, not a great amount of degrees, but enough for Kotonawaka to step out. This was brilliant sumo from Terunofuji. It was, and the toughest one he's had so far. Kotonawaka hasn't ever beaten Terunofuji, uh, and he didn't today, but this has surely got to be the closest that he's ever come. Yeah, and like in a way, I, I think, you know, we talk about how much Terunofuji has pushed and how much he's challenged, but... I mean, his sumo looked so fantastic today and, and showed that if it turns into a belt battle, he's cool with that. Like we see him get the arm lock and do so much with that, but so good on the belt and so desperate and hungry to win Yeah, and to test the knees against the strength of a much younger and much fitter opponent. I was blown away by Terunofuji's effort today. It was really fantastic. So that was the end of day 10. So... Here we are. Talk us through the leaderboard. Where maybe maybe we could have imagined us being but could never have dreamed, <laughs> which is where Terunofuji yep. and Asanuyama oh. are on nine wins and one loss. So when we talk about this Takakesho thing matchup playing out, the one spanner in the works, or maybe it would be a blessing for him, is this match between Terunofuji and Asanayama. So that might spare Takakesho. Maybe. Well, like really I think in the next few days we'll see Asanayama go up against the Sekiwake. Yep. So it might spare Takakesho one, one, maybe two bouts there, but he can't count on that. Yeah. Well, it would be the one against, yeah, anyway. Yep. anyway. It's, it's hard yep. to guess there. On eight wins, Sekiwake Kiribayama. Magashira 6, Meise, is still holding on. And Magashira 11, Hokuseiho. And then on seven wins, we have the other three Sekiwake, Hoshoryu, Daesho, 
Wakamoto Haru, Hiradumi, and Tsurugisho, who's been fighting very strongly. He has, hasn't he? He's been yeah. very impressive. He won today. Um, let's preview a couple of bouts. So Asuniyama tomorrow comes up against Meisei. Okay, so okay. it's starting to... It's starting. So Meisei... Yeah, so Meisei's Maegashira is six. Meisei, Kiribayama, Hokuseiho, Asaniyama. Who else? One of the Sekiwake. Now, can I preview another bout tomorrow that has no bearing on the Yusho race? Yep. Abi v Takiyasu. Yes. Grudge match. Yep. Absolute grudge match. Yep. Takiyasu has unfinished business with Abi after that horrible performance from Abi in November last year in the I playoffs. I hope he comes back with all the fire of 10 days well, off. Well, I just hope he's... Uh, well, yeah, I hope Abi doesn't disappoint us with coward sumo. I hope Abi doesn't injure him again. Well... If he just goes straight ahead, we can see some honest sumo for once, yeah. although yeah. we saw it today. Uh, thank you so much for joining us on sumo. Oh, can you give us a few more matches? No. Nah. Up the top? Terunofuji. Fuji, Hoshori. Hoshori, yep. Daisho Takakeisho. Ooh. Hokuseho Maegashira 11 up against Wakamoto Haru. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Kiribayama takes on Magashira 9 Hiradumi. This is going to be Wild Wednesday tomorrow night yeah. when we, we're back here to take you through all the action from day 11. See we'll you see then. You then. Bye. Bye.